You are listening to the Pork Pals Podcast with Peter, Donna Marie and Maeve. Let's go fishing for gossip, people. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Port Pals podcast. Maeve, Donna Marie, joining me as per usual. How are we this week? Oh, doing really well, really well. Everybody else? All good, lads. All good. What's the story with the weather? It's 26 degrees out yesterday. It's fucking October. We're meant to be freezing our holes off now at this stage. Yeah, Indian summer. Um, Really very uh, unseasonal weather, shall we say. For this part it makes of the world. It makes me nervous because it means one thing and one thing only, and that is sick fucking children. That's yeah. all this weather does is make kids sick, make everybody sick. But I have three kids, and if they get sick and I get sick, I'm not allowed to be sick. I just have to get fucking on with it. <laughs> so <laughs> straight away you can see Donna's playing the sympathy card this week. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But you, nah, you're right. In fairness, this kind of weather usually does breed, especially this time of the year, does breed infection. Yeah. You'll see it another week or two. Everybody be dying with colds and flus. and. Yeah. And have you seen the cost of a bottle of Norfan these days? No, no. 16 well, euro. Well, in fairness, 16. look, I have the magic prescription for colds. Dressing gown, lamp sip. It's the only key. It's the only way. <laughs> Get on the Can't couch. Can't give that to me children. Can't give that to me children. 16 quid for a bottle of Norfan is fucking scandalous. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Scandalous. I'm is. actually going up to Belfast at the end of uh, the month. So you better believe I'll be going into Asda, getting me Norfan and me alcohol and heading back down the road then. Nice. Yeah, nice. Right. Let's get cracking on this week's episodes, Below Deck Meds. Um, can we just say that everybody on that boat is storing the same pot and it's not going to be long before this ship blows? Listen, I walked away from this episode thinking to myself, okay, Natalia is no angel. You know, she's no victim. She's well fucking able and she is not helping the situation especially running around that boat, trying to to get people. You know, she's trying to put people in a position to choose sides and things like that. And it's like, just stop. You, you won't need to have to do that. Like, you your know. Pos- your position is far stronger if you just let it play out for itself and let everybody exactly. see it. Exactly. And then Kyle is just exactly what I expected Kyle to do. He was going to come on board. And he was immediately going to start throwing balls of shite at everyone and anyone that he could. I mean, he's texting to me last week saying, I told you what she was like. And then he's straight in bitching with Natalia. And you just know he's going to go back and say it all, all back to me. And yeah. it's just a fucking shit show now. A shit show. This is going to be a shit show. I actually went on Instagram this morning to see if any of them were following each other. And none of them are. Kyle is not following Natalia or Toomey and vice versa, vice versa. The three of them do not follow each other. There's a fair amount of toxicity in the interior now already. We're only on the second charter. I do think Kyle is to blame from the word go because he was obviously feeding Toomey off boat. Toomey came in, whether she likes to admit it or not, with preconceived notions of Natalia, trying to stamp her shit. And obviously Natalia wasn't having any of it because, to be fair, the girl did a good job on the first charter. Rightly should have gotten a bit of praise. And all she was met with was waving hands and this is a load of shit. And it spiralled from there. And rather than put her hands around the situation and manage it like a good chief stew. She just played into it. I feel like Toomey, in preparation for her first chief stew role, went home and watched every single season of Below Deck that had Kate Chastain in it. And she came in there trying to be Kate and she is failing 
fucking miserably. Yes. Because there's only one key. Because this whole have... like rudeness, like yeah. it's not even just towards Natalia at this stage. I mean, she's starting on the Porsche. What did he do? Fuck off. Nothing. Nothing. I'm mocking his cheese board. Like that actually looks nice. Yeah. Like, I mean, what? Like, I mean, seriously, it's a fucking cheese board. What are you supposed to do? Build a build a, a model of a cow out of cheese and say, oh, look at this. Look what I made. Like it's I a listen. fucking cheese board. It's a charcuterie board. It doesn't have to be. It just has to look edible. He's from across the pond. You know, we're always going to take care of him as well. Like, you know, he's one of us practically. Well, that's it. Look, he's a scouser. So, you know, we're always going to be, I'm definitely always going to be on board with the scouser. But, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, a charcuterie board in the UK is probably a couple of Savaloys and a fucking a tub of gravy. That's... <laughs> <laughs> and what she should have done was... Instead of just sitting there going, they don't want the cheese. She should have just took it up anyway. Exactly. I mean, yeah. exactly. Put us in that situation where it's like, uh, can I have me dinner? Yeah, dinner will be ready in a half an hour. And then someone comes up with a couple of trays anyway and says, look, I know you're having your dinner, but I'll just leave these here anyway because they were already made up. You know the three of us are going to be over there milling the fucking cheese. Yeah. And it's going to yeah. take the edge off. Exactly. So she should have brought that up anyway. And just left it there anyway. Listen, and then that wouldn't have happened. There wouldn't have been more moaning about look, You have to look, there's a there's a, a fine line between giving in to the guests every whim and managing the guests when they want and start to demand. It's very mm. easy. They come on, they want lunch straight away. Okay, so how do I manage this situation? Well, I tell the guests that, okay, I'm going to tell chef to bring it, bring the timeline forward for lunch. Unfortunately, we were expecting you to eat a little bit later. I'm going to throw out this cheese now. Lunch will be on the way. It'll be less than an hour and you will have lunch, but this will just tide you over. And that's that's the best we're going to be able to do. Rather than going in, oh, they want it now, they want it now, and it has to be like 30 minutes well, just give them an hour, gives Jack an hour to get his shit together, which should be, in fairness, he did it in 50 minutes. So I'd imagine an hour is probably plenty of time. And then you've managed the guest expectations and you've kept everybody happy. She just straight away, okay, you want lunch, that's it. Yeah, I feel like she's come in there on the defence and it's probably going to be her downfall because, like, you can't deny that Toomey when she did Down Under was fucking amazing everybody loved her she was a fantastic worker she was brilliant and when I found out she was coming on as Chief Chief Stew I was delighted I was like oh my god yes I love Toomey I love her she's going to be great and then she's just she it's it's like she's angry she's angry she's coming there on the defence and whether or not that's because she's coming in and she feels she needs to prove herself or whatever, she's going the wrong fucking way about it. Listen, she's just I... going the wrong way about it. And I hope that the snippet we've seen for next week where Sandy basically says, at this stage, I just want two years to get off the fucking boat. Like, yeah. I'm yeah, hoping you know... that that's enough for her to say, oh, shit, okay. You know, yeah. rather than blame Natalia. And blame somebody else for her getting into trouble. Just take it on board and change your way and go about your business. Because even in her confessional, she's using the same mentality that she did when she was a couple of years younger in a different job and when she was a child of how she used to treat people that didn't say the right Mm. things to her. And she's going in now with the wrong mentality because it shouldn't be like that. Yeah. This attitude, I always have an issue with anyone trying to... you don't have to prove yourself. You don't have to try and prove yourself. You have been given the opportunity. Just go and do the job well. Just go and do the job. Why this incessant need people have to try and reinvent the wheel and, oh, I have to do things differently because I'm in charge. If you didn't change a thing from Natalia being in charge and everything ran perfectly, you get the credit because you were in charge. It's as simple as that. And she has four. There's four stews there. I mean, that is going to take the the heat off anyway. I mean, you could just delegate so much easier 
and get on with it and enjoy it. I just feel like she came in there with her heckles up and she's going to ruin it for herself. Yeah, she's her own worst enemy at this stage and she's listening to the wrong... Well, it's not even that she's listening to the wrong people. She's listening to other people instead of just making her own mind up on situations and judging everything as it comes. Like, I mean, she went straight in there and instead of diffusing the situation with with Natalia, she inflamed it. Mm. And she's just made it worse. And she's a manager. So this petty squabbling and calling back at people as you're walking out of a room. Like, I mean, I would expect that with Jessica and Natalia or Kyle and Natalia if they were having a beef. But a management position, you got to, like, you hear Sandy saying in the clip for next week, you have to rise above. And you do have to rise above. Yeah. You have to take a certain line. And she is just not, she is just way out of her depth. Yeah. If she feels Natalia is a loose cannon, then she just needs to be professional and let Natalia hang herself out to try. Yeah. You know, that will happen. Just step back, stay polite, stay respectful, get the job done and just let Natalia fuck it all up for herself. But like, if, if you row it back to last week and Toomey sits down with Natalia and Natalia says... Right, this is what happened. We got through the first charter. It was great. The chef is great. This is good. It's not like Natalia sat there now. Well, I've done this and I've done that and I've done the other. And I've laid it all out like this. She just told her what happened. It's not like Natalia came in hot and said, well, I was doing this, so don't you even think about changing it. It I have a question. Did they know what they were coming in as before they got to the boat. Yes. Because we had Natalia last week, Toomey this, like, last week, and then we had Kyle this week, all say they were expecting to come back as Chief Stew. So is that the problem? Is that going to be no, the they problem? they all look, they all look, yeah, yeah they all look to be the Chief Stew. They all wanted to be Chief Stew, but obviously they were given their roles prior to getting on the boat. Like, I mean, they signed their contracts and their contracts would have said. Yeah, but how soon? Like, how soon? Is there still a bit of saltiness there with the three of them? Like, like you've got three, especially fucking Kyle and Natalia as well. They're big egos. They fancy themselves as something else. Yeah. Do you know? So did they only find out a few days beforehand and they're still a little bit eh, salty Maybe. about the fact that they're not the Chiefs too? Maybe. Um, Kyle, to my mind, is not fit to be a Chiefs too. No. Yeah, that whole thing with the menu and the dinner and just fucking it all up for poor Jack. Yeah. Listen, you can be you can be the best entertainer on the planet. You can be the best at laundry on the planet, but it's so different to then be a manager. You have to deal know how to deal with staff, not and just Kyle get doesn't. and Kyle doesn't. And Kyle, Kyle hasn't a clue how to deal with people. Yeah. Yeah. He he is shocking. And I have to say, the whole idea, I do not like, and I said it while I was watching it, I do not like the guests going over the menu with the stew. Chief stew, second stew, any fucking stew. If there's anything with the menu, talk to the fucking chef. Because inevitably, and we've seen it so many times, something gets lost in translation. Yeah. I the agree. chef should be the one to talk to the guests about the menu, find out their concerns, see what they want to change, and then he knows exactly what's happening. Yeah. Like, that whole episode was just bitching. Yeah. And it was Natalia. Like, Natalia was running around that ship trying to bag some people onto her side before anyone else got a chance. And I was like, Jesus, I can't believe... Like, I was actually annoyed because I was defending her so much last week. But then this week, she's like, she's giving me a headache, like, you know. But that's her personality. She That's the way she is. That's what she's done. We saw this last season. She was in a, of a similar vein, running around. She, keep, she doesn't know when to close her mouth. She doesn't know when to shut up. And she is her own worst enemy. And the way she comes off negatively here is her, completely her own fault. If she'd have just said nothing and just let it all go and let it all play out, then 
Toomey would have been up against it and she could have been just sitting away smiling in the background. But because she's gone on this bitchy offensive now, that's kind of putting her on the back foot. And it'll be like she created all the drama and everything went wrong because of what she was doing and how she was running around to everyone and making them all turn against Toomey and Kyle. And Exactly. Like, I mean, even the way um, Toomey was said to Jack, oh, I know you've got somebody else in your ear. Well, that wasn't actually what the problem was. The problem was the fucking menu was all over the shop. Jack didn't know what was happening and was sending out meals and being told then to cook another one because it was incorrect. That had nothing got to do with Natalia. Absolutely nothing. But fucking Toomey used it as a get-out-of-jail-free card. Well, I am still struggling to understand what Natalia and Kyle are doing back on Below Deck Med. I mean, they were there last season and it was a shit show within the interior. I mean, but their did, chief stew was horrendous. Purpose? Natasha yeah, was like the worst chief stew ever. Did they do it on purpose? Did they say, well, let's bring these two back for the drama? Or did someone honestly think that Natasha was the only problem last year? Because she fucking wasn't, let's be no, honest. but Natalia was a very good worker. Like, let's be clear. She was a good worker and she was good for the show. She had both. She did her job well and she was good for the show. She brought the bit of drama. Kyle is good with the guests and he brings the bit of drama. Like, I mean, that always plays into it. I reckon Natalia and Kyle just took that little, you know, bitching, bitching and backstabbing out. Them two together would be an absolute fucking hell. I mean, oh, they yeah. would entertain us <clears throat> yeah. just by being fun. But their fun. egos are too big we're and they keep clashing. Go. Yeah, we're just going to get an absolute fucking car crash. This season is going to be a car crash when it comes to interior. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. Plays out. Let's... In um, BravoCon, the three of them. Are they, the three of them going to BravoCon? Are they? I'm not sure. I think Kyle is. I'm pretty sure Kyle is. I think the three of them are. They could well be. They could well be. I'm going to double check that. Hmm. Um, let's move on and let's talk about Max. Oh, God. Now, he's lovely to look at. But Jesus Christ, I don't think there's a brain between those ears. Yeah. I don't really have an opinion on him. Yes. Yeah. We haven't had too many French crew members on Below Deck. I'm not sure if we've ever had any. Is that what he is? I thought he was Italian. No, no he's, he's French. French. He said he was French. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I, ask me in a week or two, I think. <laughs> he hasn't made enough of an impression. No. Um, so. Yeah, that's like I mean that was the the crux of the the episode was the the bitchiness and everything that was going on. Wasn't a whole lot else. Um, what what do we make of the guests? The- they actually remind me of you know the group that we've shared on our TikTok as like the worst charity guests ever. You know, I wouldn't go that far because I did I am- think I think they have potential to be the worst guests, but. I don't know. They're very Maybe pretentious. Maybe they were so focused on everything. Do you know what I did did say, though, when they were doing the preference sheet meeting and it was like late night snacks are a must. I was like, yeah, this is correct. Like, if I was on that boat and I had a lovely dinner at 10 o'clock, if I'm still sitting up drinking at like 11, 12, 1, you better believe I'm going to want some snacks. Yes, and it's 100%. Yeah, that's something we often on the later seasons. You used to see it in the early days where they'd be getting the chef up out of bed to make quesadillas and shit like that because the guests were still hungry. We don't see it much anymore, but I'm like, oh god, yeah, I'd be saying. Yeah, I wonder are the guests told now before they get on board that there's one chef he will not be getting out of bed at two o'clock in the morning to make you food. So if you have a request like for snacks or something after a certain time, that that's what you can have. But you must request it yeah. in advance. I wonder if they've been told that. Because that's a pile of shite. Like, there's one guy running the galley. You can't expect him to be operating 24-7. I feel like these guests might have come on with a checklist of demands. And they're just checking them off as they go. Yeah, but that's it's like, like horseshit. Do you know what have, I mean? Yeah, they, they've decided that they're going to ask for this. They're going to ask for that. 
they're going to ask for that. So they're just checking them off the list and making sure they ask for everything as opposed to going with what they actually fucking want. Like, Yeah, it's the whole, you know, look, they got on with a bad attitude. Look, I will say it's raining. They're not getting off the dock. That sucks. You're paying all this money for a charter and you ain't getting off the dock. That is not fun. And that's... Yeah, but kudos to Toomey for organising a masseuse to come on board. Yeah. Yeah. She was on the ball there. She was totally on the ball. She was... She knew what she had to do to sort of keep them somewhat happy. Um, But I I don't know. I I just find them a little pretentious, I think, is the best. You know, it's just all a bit forced the demands, you know, we're hungry, I didn't eat breakfast, so I want to eat now. Well, like, you know, if you walk into a restaurant and you're hungry, you don't get to demand the food that second. Do you know what I mean? You still have to wait. You're going to have to wait 40 minutes for your food. Regardless of where you are, what you're doing in life, if you want to eat between meals, then you should just be expecting a snack, like a sandwich or something like that, you know? I'm sorry, but why the fuck didn't you have breakfast? That's not their fault. Exactly. But yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I, 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 I'm not a big fan of the guests. I, I think they're, as I said, I think they're a little bit on the pretentious side. I think it's all a little bit too forced that they're just trying to be difficult when, you know, it'd be just so much easier to just say, yeah, that's fine. The husband seems the most laid back. He's just well, standing around just, ah, yeah. In fairness, I'd say he'd get the head slapped off and maybe even open his mouth. But oh, anyway, oh. that's, that's another uh, that's another point. But look, clip for next week seems interesting. I think we're gonna have a bit to talk about then. Um, but I I think that's pretty much it for this episode. Yeah. So from one bitch fest to another bitch fest. Oh, I have so much to say on Rony. So fucking much to right. say. Well, you start us off then, Donna Marie. You tell us where you'd like to start. I just cannot cope with this Simon. I mean, just stop. You see, like, whatever about any kind of, you know, bitchiness that you want to have, you don't go after someone's marriage. I mean, they. she literally implied that Pava was going to Vietnam to sleep with Vietnamese women. Oh, she did more than imply. She said it. So, like, I mean, she actually more or less said it. There was there was you, very little implying involved. Like I mean, all she the, the her next step was to draw a picture. What kind of respect is she showing to Vietnamese women and you know other cultures? And she, she's not. She's none. Whereas if somebody said something about her culture or anything like that, she'd be the first one to come out swinging. So just don't. I mean, it also boggles me because. For two episodes now, we've had Aaron and Sai asking their husband's opinions on uh, Jessel and Pivot's relationship. And they can't seem to fathom how their relationship works. When all I see is two people who trust each other. I mean, we saw, I saw on Instagram there, somebody put up a post, um, Poppy, I think is his name, Poppy something. And he was basically saying, you know, he's an individual and Jessel allows him to be an individual. That's supposed to be that way. That is what you call a strong marriage relationship, whatever you have going on, is that you put that person, you allow them to do the things they like, you allow, and in return, they do the same for you. I couldn't give a funny where Ken goes. I let Ken go off on holidays for a month to Thailand with you. Did I ever once think about him doing anything out there? No, because he's never given me a reason to. No, but this and this, but you see, this is the thing, and the whole idea of them turning around and saying, "Well, I'd never let him do that." Hold on, so you're controlling him? Yeah. What does that say about you? you? What yeah, does that you you want to control him? Yeah. You it, don't it, want you want to have control over his actions. That just tells me that. Sai is not, she's not, um, oh my God, I've lost the word. 
not secure in her own relationship. Secure. Yeah, that's it. She's not secure. Well, here, come here. Look, she's not because once a cheater, always a cheater, and she bagged a man a certain way, and it's always going to be in the back of her mind that he's fucking backdooring the next fucking version of her. Yeah, but there's no like her way of dealing with that is to then try and bring down a healthy marriage to make herself feel better. Because she's not a nice person. She's a horrible person. I've been saying it for weeks. She's nasty yeah. as fuck. And I can see why Aaron doesn't want to be lumped into the same category as Sai. I see it now. Yeah. So I now see why Aaron does not want to be lumped in with Sai. I've said this about Erin from the start. She has the potential. She'll either be really liked or disliked. And I feel all she did was back the wrong fucking horse. Next season, you'll see her cozy enough to a completely different friend. She backed the wrong horse inside. And now she's trying to, you know, go back. Okay, fuck this shit. <laughs> I should yeah. have gone down and, the and, and Not necessarily in the show. We're not seeing that in the show yet. <laughs> Yeah. But we are seeing it in the DMs and we are see- we will yeah. see it at the end. Just just for some clarity for the listener, we actually had a we had a, a DM conversation with Erin during the week. She took us exception to one of uh well, like I mean, I'm gonna stick my hand up. It was me, um, put up uh an Instagram story about basically about her inside just being mean girls and bullies. And um, I ended up having um, a pretty nice exchange, actually, with her in the DMs. And she more or less said, um, please don't lump me in with Cy. Um, Let things fully play out. And I don't I don't want to be lumped in with her. So in other words, yeah. as Donna just said, she knows, I think, that she backed the wrong horse. Backed now, the wrong horse there. Now, the only thing I'm fucking annoyed at Pivot for saying is because I know for a fact that this will be something Sai latches onto at the, the reunion. Comments. Oh my God, she will latch onto that shit at that reunion and she will use that to try and gain some sort of sympathy in this reunion. Rather than, you know, take accountability. If somebody said, she's constantly sitting there saying, I don't care. But But then she's running off here and and she's having conversations about Pivot and Jessel constantly. And listen, I'm sorry, but she just, she's stupid. She's stupid if she talked for one minute that the public... We're not going to, you know, not even side with, but relate to Jessel. We are normal ass women who have children and it's fucking hard when you have toddlers. It's really hard to have a toddler and a job and a house and a husband and any, any parents will sit there and say, for the first two years after having a child, your personal relationship goes on the back burner. It really does. I don't care who anyone who says it doesn't is a fucking liar or has four or five nannies per child. It does. When the first couple of years when that child is so reliant for you on everything, the exhaustion is like nothing you've ever experienced. And yes, you prioritize your children and everything else is put back for, for a little while. So, yeah, we relate. I relate to Jessel and that cast more than I relate to anybody else. But even like the whole, like I have to say, when when he explained the whole Vietnamese thing on the, why he was going and the benefits of it. Are you talking about on the show or on his Instagram post? On the show. I totally got it. He got these flights for $900. He gets a first class trip, round trip, to Vietnam for $900 and gets 60,000 points on his credit card, which is worth a ton of air miles. So the benefits of it, he's getting, three, like, I mean, if you checked into a five-star hotel for three days, it's going to cost you more than $900. So he's, he's, it's, it makes sense as just a relaxing trip. 
But that's just his thing. Yes, exactly. Some men go out and play golf. Some men go out and play sports. Some men play computer games. Some men collect sneakers. And Pavel likes to fly to different countries. He likes the first class experience. And he loves his fucking food. So what? So what? This is like judgment at the highest order. Like, I would not. And like, it's disrespectful to his culture and to Jessel's culture. In their culture, when you marry, you marry. And that's that. Yeah. Do you know that kind of way? And so it's, just, it's just disrespectful. That. Like, I mean, it'd be disrespectful yeah. to any couple. And it's, this especially coming from Aaron's side, considering the shit she put Rin through over a throwaway joke at the party yeah. when she said that to yeah. Abe. And he, she's here actively poking holes in a marriage, actively mm. doing it. Rin was joking. Yeah. yeah, it's the same way, like, you know, when they're constantly banging on about their sex life. Jessel is trying to open up and trying to relate with these women. But the first thing she said to them, they took hold of it and have used it or said it to her at every encounter since the season began. And I mean, you're talking fucking months. Like they started filming at the end of September, start of October, and they finished filming in what? January, February. Yeah. Time frame. Yeah. yeah. So this is like months of her. Every time she's in the company of these women, they are reminding her of something she said in episode one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's 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 just fucking crazy to me that the way the way they're acting and the way they're carrying on around this situation. Like Erin admitted last week that if she wasn't having sex for two years, she'd be sleeping with gay men. Like, I mean, what the fuck does that say about you? That at the first sign of trouble in your marriage, you'd be off sleeping with somebody who doesn't even find you attractive? <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's like, it, it's it's gone very badly for Sai. Whatever her game plan coming in was, and we, we look, I, you can argue if you want. I know Erin's game plan when she walked into that uh, season was, I'm going to find the one I feel is going to be the most popular and I'm going to latch on. Yeah. 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 So she can get a second season. Yeah. And she kind of, she jumped on board with Jenna at the start, but then pivoted towards Sai with the whole thing, when the whole thing happened over the first class flights, because she thought, okay, well, this is going to get me in with more of the group. She thought she was on a loser with Jenna and decided to shift. Yeah. I just think it's gone badly like that. There are more women in the world that relate to Jessel than they do with Sai. I so, can guarantee you there are 15 women in the world who relate to Sai. And they're yeah. all bitches. And nobody wants to know them anyway. Like, I am all for strong women and strong personalities, but there's a there's a big difference between a strong personality and standing up for yourself and just being a downright I will insert the bleep here. Um, but, you know, it's just, it's horrendous behaviour. You wouldn't tolerate it from anyone. I'm so interested to see, like, we have the final next week and obviously she blows the fuck up at Bryn because Bryn hangs her out to dry over Uber. Like, we saw Uber showing Cy the, the photograph of her boyfriend or whatever. And we saw her asking Sai not to tell anyone and say to Sai she's the only one in the group. Okay. Sai then blabs like a bitch. She did. She can't hold her piss. And Bryn hangs her out to dry. And from what we can see, Bryn doesn't see the problem because she feels Sai said it on camera. But it doesn't matter. Sai wasn't supposed to say it at all. Yeah, Sai goes on a rage saying she didn't say it on camera. So we now have to wait till next week to see if the cameras roll back. And well, yeah, at the end of the day, didn't say it. But you see, that's what I love about Bryn is because she actually, even though sometimes she's going around stirring the pot and stuff, she's actually holding them all accountable for what they're doing. 
Yeah, yeah. And it's just great. And she's not playing favourites in any way, shape or form. Like she's yeah. held everyone's feet to the fire <laughs> over everything they've said. Yeah. So we'll see what happens next week. And then obviously the week after we have the reunion. And I'm actually I so can't curious fucking wait see. for the reunion. Yeah, but I'm so curious to see if Andy Cohen will ask the hard questions. Look, I mean, in my opinion, he's been doing some of these reunions for, you know, near on 20 years. And there are still times when he's sitting in that chair where I get fucking frustrated with him because he won't ask the hard questions. He won't ask the questions that we want to know the answers to. So do I have much hope that he's going to start now? No, I think he'll just go a bit easy on them because it's their first one. He'll go even easier like. Well, can he go easy on Sai? Like, I mean, can you really actually go easy on her? Like, I mean, her basic storyline for the whole season has been attacking Jessica. That's it will it. very much depend. It will very much depend on how he feels about her personally. You you can see that with Andy Cohen over the years. I know who he does and he doesn't like. I, I if he not... likes them, he goes easy on them and tips toes around them. And if he doesn't fucking like them, he will go in a little bit harder. So it will just depend on how he feels personally about Sai. And you'll know after the first episode of the reunion, you'll be like, he likes her. Yeah, I, I'm not sure he's going to vibe. I'm not sure he's going to be on the side of us, to be honest. Like, we know and, we know mean. Andy has his issues with people with sort of hard attitude issues, and Sai is that person. I don't know, like, he... Like, she's not the one selling the show. Like, nobody's tuning in every week to see Sai. Yeah, but he, it's just whether he likes them on a personal level. Like, I'd say Andy Cohen is a little bitch now in real life, like... Yeah, well, oh. look, that's that that's a given. I think at this stage, I think everybody knows that. Um, but it will be interesting to see. But like, if he lets her off the hook, it's gonna be a very big letdown because this is this is the thing that the the reunion hinges on is how he how he approaches this one, how he tackles. And it'll all be about it'll all be about her and how she approaches it. If she goes in there and takes accountability for the things she said and apologises profusely and means the fucking apology, then it'll be an easier reunion for her. If she goes in there and, and deflects and blames other people or turns it all around and twists it and, you know, then, I mean, I could nearly put money on it. She's going to go down the road of, well, I talked about my mom, and it was the first time I ever talked about my mom, and I didn't want to talk about it again after that, but Jessica kept bringing it up. That'll be one of her defences. Yeah. Another one will be the bipolar. She will but twist that. Just on that whole alcoholic mother thing. I'm sorry. If I lived with a drunk uncle and you had an alcoholic mother, we do have a little bit and we do have something relatable. It's not the same thing exactly, but it's a relatable issue. You don't get to take offence. Conversation where you can turn around and say, I wouldn't use the word relatable, but what she should have done was well, it look, is relatable though. I don't, you, you both, you both lived with a close family member with a drink yeah. problem. How is that not relatable? What Jessel should have said was, Look, I'm not gonna pretend I understand completely, but I did live with an uncle who was a raging alcoholic, so I have some understanding of what it's like to live with alcohol. Look, Which is yeah, what, but that's just what relatable of, means. No, of all of the bitch pneumonia, you can't, you cannot compare any kind of friend, uncle, fucking cousin, no, to a but mother. she wasn't no. trying to compare. This is the thing. She wasn't. She said it's, it's something that we can re- both relate to. I wouldn't use the word relatable. But you've just said, what exactly you've described means relatable. That is relatable. That's what relatable no, means. I would just have some understanding, but I know. But no. having an understanding, to understand something, you have to relate to it in some way. I just look. That's look, what. That's the nonsense I'm about the whole going, thing. I'm not gonna agree. I can sit there and say, "Sai was this. Sai was that. Sai was this." But I do agree with Sai when she says that. It could have been a phone call. <laughs> Jessel brought that conversation up at lunch and it was fucking stupid of Jessel. She shouldn't have done that. 
She shouldn't have done it. But to go on about it the way she has has made a mountain out of a molehill. Well, yeah, but that's the way we've learned now. Well, like, Sai didn't even is. say in the moment. Sai had, but Sai hadn't even got the balls in the moment to say, look, in my opinion, there's a big difference between a mother and an uncle. I don't really want to talk about this. She just fucking shut the conversation down and then went bitching behind yeah. her back. That has no balls. That's where she loses it for me. That's where she I loses don't... any sympathy. She could I have don't... sorted that out at the time. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing with you. I 110% cannot cope with Sai. She's a fucking muppet. But at the same time, I can't sit back and turn around and say, Jessel should not have done that. She shouldn't have brought the girl to lunch to just talk about that. She should have fucking chose something else to talk about. And well, yeah, she should have. I Sai don't disagree with that Sai either. Didn't have the balls. Sai didn't have the balls to say it. Instead, she waited and bitched behind our back to a couple of people and then threw it back in our face a week and a half later. Yeah, I agree with all that. But my simple point was, no, a mother is completely different to any other relative on their fucking planet. It's not That's the same. Not disagreeing with you. It is different. It is different. It's not the same thing. But it's not fucking that far apart the way everyone seems to think it is. It's not a completely no, different issue. Thinks it is. Sai thinks it is. But I don't even think Sai does think it is. This is just Sai using this yes. as an excuse exactly. to go at Jessel. Exactly. If it wasn't this, it would be something else. Exactly. This is the point. Jessel is a mean girl. Or not Jessel. Sai is a mean girl. And the rest of the world relate more to Jessel. And we are all Jessel fans. And listen, that whole bit where she goes, oh, look, I don't care. I only well, never doesn't. hear that in an argument when somebody has lost and they want them. Oh, I don't yeah, care. I don't care. Well, you actually did yeah. care. But you've lost. Yeah. So now you don't care. It's, a, it's, it's something the same of, with the whole walking away, getting up and walking away. Yeah. That's like a five-year-old does that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, you probably get that with Killian if you win in an argument and he goes, don't really care about it anyway. Yeah. A stroppy teenager. And I'm excited to see the season finale and see where it ends because it does not look like it ends well. No. Oh. No, it does not look like it ends well. I'm... I'm curious to see how it pans out in the reunion and who the fuck is coming back next season. All of them. All of them will be back next season and you might get an extra friend of or maybe two extra friends of. All of them will be back. Well, nobody's been offered a contract yet. On interview during the week where Jenna said she didn't want Housewives to define her and I didn't I say that from day one. We won't have yeah. her for long. We only get a yeah. couple of seasons. But like, and then she'll let but it is going to define her in a lot of people's eyes because while there may be a certain um, portion of the audience knows her as Jenna Lyons in the fashion world and does all these collabs, this side of the water, never fucking heard of Jenna Lyons. No. Yeah. Didn't know who the fuck she was, couldn't pick her out of a lineup, knew nothing about her. Who am I going to think of? What am I going to think of when I hear Jenna Lyons? Housewife, season 14, reboot. That's it. Yeah. Well, like that, I feel we might get one more season now of her and then she'll be gone. But everyone will be back. Everyone. And I fucking want everyone back. Like, if Sai's not there next season now, I'd be filming. Yeah. I want to, see, I want to come back. I, I like to see growth. I like to see change. You know, so yeah. It's interesting to see. Like, I mean, Sai relies on brands and, like, for her business. Like, I mean, size an influencer. She relies on other people's brands and them coming to her and her making money from that. Like, how does this play out with the personality that's coming across? Brands don't care about that. But if you're not liked. Well, they don't care about it. All they care about is, like, her following. They don't even care about the engagements, you know, on your socials. But she's not going to give a fanny because any money she would have made from the brand deal, she's now getting off Bravo. So it evens out. That's yeah. true. Because yeah. there's even an influencer 
who a couple of months ago was caught lying about a mascara or something. There was this big drama. She went off socials for the week, was back, and is still getting bigger and better brands, brand deals, even though she lied in that one video. Oh, so. That's fair. That's fair. Well, yeah, nobody else really did a whole lot this week. Uber's got a sandwich. I just love Uber. Same. Yeah, Uber's got a sandwich. Brain stored a bit of shit. Jenna went glasses shopping. Nothing earth shattering whatsoever. And then we had the bitch fest. Other than her credit cards on file everywhere. Yeah. Well, like. I'd like that. Ah, my card's on file. It's all annoying, but it's on file. <laughs> my card's on file on Google Pay. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas' card's on file with the CCR, the Central Credit Registry. me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, has anything else happened in Bravo world this week? I, I feel yeah. like Bravo's gone very quiet. Lindsay shared a little post of the wedding she went to uh, just right after her and Carl split and was like, oh, it was a terrible time. The one but, in Portugal. Yeah, I'm glad I went and here's some memories. That was about it that I saw anyway. Yeah, no, we've got much happened. Look, we're gearing up for a busy week. Busy week. We've got mm. Potomac, Beverly Hills. Winter House. Yeah, two weeks to Winter House. This day, two weeks. Uh, we are recording on a Tuesday. If you're listening to this on just after release, we did record it today, Tuesday the 10th. So it's exactly two weeks to the launch of Winter House, um, which is good for us from a recording perspective. Um, we like we advertise as being out on a Wednesday. We normally come out on a Tuesday. We may have to hold over for a day till Wednesday. To include Winter House, but that's okay. We thought it was going to be on a Thursday, and I'm so we're excited. Have to double up on episodes, oh. but yeah, that's not going to be the case. I'm so excited for Winter House. I'm so excited to, for the cast. Like, I'm expecting messy, drunk ass carnage. Listen, <laughs> Riley's Riley's going to be in there at some point. So there's going to be fucking carnage when Riley's around. I love Riley. Riley has to be like one of my guilty Bravo pleasures because she's just fucking awesome. But yeah, I love Riley. So I, I don't think she's in it for the whole season, but I'm I'm, I'm curious no. to see. Yeah, I'm just curious. I'll be interested in the part she is there for. I'm curious to see all of it. All yeah. of it. I just love it all. So I'm so excited and I'm delighted to see some below deck. And oh, poor Malia. She, her brother passed away. Oh, oh that's sad. Yeah. So sending love to her. Yeah, her absolutely. Family. Yeah. Never nice. God, he must have been young. He is, yeah. Was he but, sick? I don't know. She just put up a post yesterday. Um, she didn't say what happens, just that he passed away and there'll be a memorial later on. So... Yeah, God bless her, like. Yeah, sending send our love. Um, just one thing, Donna, as our resident Salt Lake City expert, what's going on with Mary Crosby? Why do I see people getting their backs up about her when she was talking about service people? She, Mary Crosby's not right in the head. Well, we know I, that. Even I know that. And, I, uh, and I'm only sort of half watching Salt Lake City. She is not right in the head and she lives in a world that is so far from reality. It's it's just, I don't know, like she just lives in a dream world. A dream world. So she just opens her mouth. She's no filter and she just says anything she likes. And it comes across as quite insulting at times. Sometimes it's funny though. Yeah. But, but sometimes it gets her in trouble. Yeah, but look, yeah. I, don't get too attached to her because she's she's gone again. Like, yeah, yeah. All seasons, my knowledge doesn't even last all season. Like, so yeah. Well, that's that again. That's not a surprise, you know. She probably had another inheritance to pick up. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, still did that thing's all fucking well weird, by the way. But, of course hey. it is. It's fucked up, like, but. What, what did she get left in the will? <laughs> Me granddad. That's <laughs> a sex partner. Oh, stop. Holy a shit. Yeah, that's nuts. But anyway, 
Dave, we I feel you've been sort of blocked out a little this week because me and Donna seem to have been going toe-to-toe for the last fucking hour or so. Any, have you anything to add in? No, I've had me input. Roni, I just, I'm kind of waiting for it to finish. Just, it's not You're not vibing? No, it's too, and what I feel it is, the what we're seeing, it's not like a sequence of events. It's like whatever happened when they recorded it all, they've now panicked and either re-recorded bits and stuck them in the middle. That just don't make sense. Oh, okay. You think they've been mishmashing a bit with yeah. the editing to sort of to make storylines seem a bit more plausible. Yeah. And it's just I don't feel like it's authentic. Now I know it's reality TV and nothing is. Yeah. But it's just Yeah, it's <laughs> when people say the clue is in the name, it couldn't be further from the truth when it comes to reality TV because so little of it is actually reality. Yeah, it's just there's no like that golf was just ridiculous, that golf game and no. That's fair. That's fair. Well, hopefully next season when they get a full run in it, they don't have like fucking anti-Semites on the show for the first couple of episodes that they have to cut out of it. Um, we'll get a better, we'll get to grips with it and we'll have all the drama from the word go. Yeah, I'm looking forward to a little bit of a change with the housewives. Like, you know, Beverly Hills now will perk me up a bit. Well, and hopefully. I love Potomac. Any any final thoughts then before we sign off and Maeve gives us our usual finishing lines? Like, follow and share us on TikTok, Instagram and Twitter. Donna Marie, any final words? No. Right. I am going to spend the day watching the budget. Nice. We're not going down that rabbit hole. We'll be here for another two hours. <laughs> right. We are out of here, people. And we will catch you all next week. Talk Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. bye. bye.